Hello, everybody. Welcome to Versus Pop Culture. My name is Richard. With me is Johnny. I'm here. I can't really see. I feel like my new contacts tend to do like <laughs> Steve Buscemi eyes. <laughs> Where I'm like, my iris is this way, my contacts the other way. I'm seeing four different things at once. Well, um, is it possible they're inside out? Because I have that sometimes. I just, I the, the pollen's been so bad. I don't know. Mm. But that's second to only the number one on this podcast. Because Greg is also here this week. Two weekends. Two weekends. Two weekends. I'm seeing you guys. <laughs> this is... Uh... I mean, you, you act like you don't see us almost every weekend. It depends if I'm wearing glasses or not. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I just see, like, human-esque blobs. <laughs> or I see it very well-defined, and I get to see your handsome faces, which I don't see Richard's face at all today. Yeah, I um, wife is still sleeping, so I'm doing this for my parents' computer, and I did not bring up a webcam. That's That's... Fine, I guess. I mean, I know, I know. Greg's upset. Probably going to cry. Not going to sleep well tonight because he didn't get to see Richard's face. He's still working off of the high of last week when he saw us all in person. <laughs> Greg's like, I've right. I've peopled enough for a month. <laughs> right, I've enough people right now. <sighs> okay. Um... So we do not have a very structured show for this week, in part because really not much has happened this week. Not really. Um, but in soccer, we're going to talk a little bit about how our week went, and then we are going to talk about last week uh, when, for the first time ever, we were all three in the same place at the same time. So crazy. Like, crazy. Nine years. Nine years. Right? Yep. Nine? Uh, years. Yeah, nine years in July, I think. We're in one spot. And I have to apologize because Richard, I mentioned last weekend, I was like, oh, when you meet my dad, I was like, idiot. He already has. I don't know if we count it because it was like 3 a.m. I don't think anyone was really <laughs> mentally cognizant of the goings on. But yes, it's uh, <laughs> my brain wasn't all there. The, the all there. only other time that we met, Johnny was coming down because uh, he had something to do the next day, and yeah. he was staying at our house, uh, <laughs> sleeping on the couch, and his dad drove him down, and we're still not entirely sure how it happened, but they didn't end up arriving until like 3 o'clock in the morning, so the entire meeting between us is me going, hey man, it's really good to see you. Here's a pillow and some blankets. <laughs> see you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you for the first time. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I'll see you in the morning before I leave for work. You're awake. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I got to go to work now. Really nice seeing you. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. So, no, but it was nice. I mean, <laughs> I was like, Greg's like, I'm going to give you a hug and pick you up off the ground. I was like, ooh, your back is not going to be happy tomorrow. I am a okay. deceptive 200 plus pounds. <laughs> oh, that doesn't matter. No. Okay, so we'll 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 get into that here in just a couple minutes. We will. Um so uh this week uh Greg, I know you have some pretty big news that you'd like to share with the tens of listeners. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Chelsea won the Champions League this year. Awesome. Time, second time it's ever happened for him. So explain what that means. 
is this like if the MLB World Series champion went to like Japan and beat up on the Japanese champion? No, it's like if we actually had a World Series and people are actually teams are actually good is what you would get when you win the Champions League. Okay, so it's the equivalent of the World Baseball Classic. No. <laughs> so Chelsea just won the equivalent of the World Baseball Classic, but for soccer. Well, you can say that. That's not what it actually is, though. So how does so, one how does one reach the Champions League? You have to reach top four in your current domestic league. So, like, if you're if you were the top four player, you know, baseball teams in the U.S., you know, one through four in the MLB, you would go and play in the Champions League. If okay. there were equal leagues around the world. So if FC Cincinnati were to make the top four in the MLS, would they go play in the Champions League? No. They couldn't they wouldn't win the second league. What's the second league? Second league is the Europa League, which is where everybody that can't get in the Champions League plays. Okay, so if FC Cincinnati finishes top four in the US, do they then go to the Europa League? No. The, the, the Europa League is basically everywhere but the U.S. So basically, you're calling this a World Series is bullshit. Oh, well, like the World it's not actually a world. Is. Yeah. Oh, the bo- yeah. It's, it's like the World thing. Series, but it was actually for the world, except for the U.S., which isn't part of it, and also South America. <laughs> I don't think the U.S. wants to see what the nature of their reality is no. by submitting a team to that tournament. Right. <laughs> Technically, it's the, it's the European League. So every okay. which is where all the good teams are. So I I'm just saying, you shit on the World Series, but like if literally any other team in the world played the World Series champion, they'd get the shit kicked out of them more than likely. Right. Just like the if the U.S. tried to play in right, so it's Champions League. So basically, it, it's it's the European Super League. The top four teams go and they play, and then the top four teams from like Bundesliga and uh, Liga, Italy, Bundesliga, yeah, series yeah. Uh, series one. Okay, so all the top European leagues send their top four teams to play in the Champions League. The Champions League is obviously considered the best team in Europe. How that's um, pretty cool. That's cool though. I like that. Yeah. How's the Vatican's team doing this year? I don't think they got out. I don't think Damn they got it. out of the stages. They, okay. uh, they they lost all their funding due to unforeseen expenses. Lawsuits. <laughs> <coughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Greg, any other news you want to talk about this week, buddy? No. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. So what, did, what team did they beat and what, what shirts are going to Africa for the children this year? Uh, Manchester City. <laughs> Is that how they build their like international fan base of like losing team? All your championship gear goes over here? Yeah. Well, one th- I think what they changed this, this <laughs> I, I noticed they do this in soccer is they got all the champions sheet or shirts don't get printed until after the, after the match. Oh my goodness, that's so much smarter than just printing double things. Right. Well, they print double things because they want to be able to put them on the champions and because they want to be able to sell them at the stadium for an inflated club. Dude, it doesn't You really think that $2 to print that Patriots t-shirt, you know, 
outweighs the fifty dollars they make from selling the Giants T-shirt in the stadium? Well, I can't speak to that because I don't know how much it costs to print on toilet paper. Exactly. Seriously, they 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 don't they don't care. They're going to sell the shit out of all those Giants shirts at fifty bucks a piece or. Tampa Bay Buccaneer shirts in this case. And they're going to turn around and get rid of the $2 it cost them to print the other shirts out to Africa and call it a business right off it. Meh. There's a lot of Buffalo Bills fans in Africa somewhere. Uh, I, that's, I actually, that's cool though, Greg. Like, I think that's, I know we, we've, we've talked about it in the past and I know you were pretty excited because you said they had a couple like fairly substantial matches coming up. So it's it's good things went in your favor. Oh yeah. It was a it was a fun match to watch too. I think this is the most you've tweeted in a week. Like ever. Right. I saw at least two. It is. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was tense, man. You know, Manchester City is a really good team. They won the EPL by mm-hmm. like twelve points by basically four four matches. So is they're a really really good team. They got, they got I um I have to laugh because it's so true. Back in the day, the uh, podcast handle that has now become my handle. Um, I tried to share it with Greg, and I was like, "Greg, here's a sign in." And then I would be like, "Greg, you need to tweet something," and he would tweet like a stick figure picture, like once a month. <laughs> And that was it. And I would just be like, this is not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Greg's like, you know who I am. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you had a good week. Richard, what did you get up to this week? Um, went and looked at my house with no siding and no drywall several times because other things did happen inside of it. We now have electrical in place. We now have plumbing in place and there is stuff happening. Um, other than that, uh, watched several episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, uh, including the collision in Korea. (laughs) Um... Which was more than a little interesting to watch. I, I had never really heard much about how WCW ended up in Korea, North yeah. Korea. Um, I, I wish they could have gotten a couple more people for it, though. I wish they could have gotten like Flair, but I understand that he is still drawing from that WWE paycheck and doesn't want to show up on Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, you mean for the show? I was like, yeah. Flair did go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish they could have gotten Flair for North Korean <laughs> shows back in like, the night. Pretty sure Flair was at the center of one of the biggest controversies while over there. <laughs> no, I, I wish that they would have talked to him for Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, no, I've, I've. It's interesting you say that, and we can touch on that like a little bit because WWE is now partnered with A and E, and they are doing their own kind of like dark side of the ring revisionist history series right now, which irks me a little bit, but I don't, I don't want to bore Greg with that. You and I can talk about this for hours. I don't, I don't think Greg wants to sit here. He's like, I would rather. Well, they're just, they're doing biography and 
it may be a little more slanted in other directions than Dark Side of the Ring is. Um, I have not actually watched any of the biographies yet. Oh, really? Um, and I, I, yeah, I may watch the Foley one tonight. Okay. Um. But anyway, I um, I've enjoyed the Dark Side of the Rings that I watched uh, last night. Myself and my missus uh, went back to a cornfield and watched uh, Dave Chappelle and John Mayer again. That's not where I thought the story was going. Um, <laughs> Greg's like, hmm? <laughs> uh, if you are a John Mayer fan, he debuted three new songs last night. Um, they were all really good, so look forward to his new album coming out soon. Um, the show was really great. Uh, it's Dave has been doing these socially distant shows uh, since last year. Uh, you go... They, they keep everyone in their cars. You're not really allowed to mingle. Uh, once you go to enter the, uh, well, the cornfield, because that's what it is, uh, you have to wear a mask. And um, we actually supply you with Dave Chappelle masks. Um, <laughs> and then um, it was, they, they have food trucks there, all of that stuff, socially distanced as well. Mm-hmm. Um it was opened by uh, Jeffrey Ross, uh, which, if you don't know who that is, he is like the roast master from Comedy Central's Roast. Yeah, don't look up his stuff if your kids are nearby. Oh, you don't look at any of this stuff if your kids are near. Yeah, <laughs> he was followed by Bob Saget. Oh, no. Uh, and Bob is just as dirty as Jeffrey Ross. Yep. Um, Bob was really funny because like his stuff is so quick. Like he just, he, he shoots jokes like a machine gun and with, with about the accuracy of a machine gun, like it's just kind of all over the place. And like, by the time you're thinking that joke didn't land, he has another joke out that did land. So you just spend like the entire time just laughing your ass off because he's just boom, 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 boom. Just sequential. Yeah. Nice. Uh, then John Mayer did his stuff. He sang like five or six songs uh, total. Then Dave came out and he did his thing. And then he brought John Mayer back out. And I, I call this section of the show um, Dave making John Mayer show off. <laughs> because he'll just sit there and be like, hey, remember that one song? And he'll rattle off the name of a song and he'll be like, can you play that? And John Mayer will sit there and think for like 10 seconds and then just start (laughs) flawlessly playing the song. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They're doing another week of shows. I don't think John Mayer is there for them and they don't usually tell you who's there in advance. Actually, this whole thing happened on a whim. I found out they were only doing two weeks of these shows this year. And I... Called the missus is like I've I've got seats in cart you know would you go see Dave Chappelle again because she's not a gigantic fan of Dave mm-hmm. she goes yeah sure so I bought him and then like three hours later John Mayer posted on his Instagram that he was on his way to Ohio <laughs> interest level spiked yeah I she's just like oh this is great. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's awesome, man. Like it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's awesome when stuff works out that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, my favorite bit of the night, it really cracked me up because over and over again, people kept calling and I mean, literally everybody who went on stage kept calling, um, John Mayer, the best guitar player in the world. And then they brought out this dude named Fred Yannette, who's a Frenchman, who is, I guess, known around the world as the best harmonica player. Okay. And they played Blues Traveler with Dave singing, but Dave couldn't remember the words. So he's standing between the best guitar player in the world and the best harmonica player in the world, mumbling. (laughs) 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 It just cracked me up. That's so great. Well, it sounds like it was fun, man. And I know you enjoyed yourself last year too. Um, but it's, it's, it's not, <laughs> I hate this line where it's like, nature is healing. If I hear it again, I'm going to start throat punching people. And I'm like, nature heal your esophagus. So no, that's, that's awesome, man. I mean, it's, it's pretty tough to not enjoy, 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 enjoy Dave Chappelle. Um, yeah. He's just, I think he is one of those guys that, you know, it's like Ric Flair, that statement, like Ric Flair could seven star a match with a broom sort of thing. I feel like Dave Chappelle's just that. And even if he was mumbling his way through, I'm shocked Dave is not a big blues traveler, Mark. No, he asked for him to play the blues traveler song. (laughs) No, it's dude, seriously. Like it's really kind of funny because Dave just sits there and just starts rattling off like eighties rock songs. And he's like, Hey, play this. (laughs) Hey, play Footloose. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it it is, it's, it's a really good time. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that Dave is from around here. So he does these shows. Um, I know he's helped keep Yellow Springs, um, operating by holding these shows and keeping people coming into the town. Yeah. Um, it was, it, it was probably, my favorite night out of the pandemic, which may not sound like much because we don't really go out very much. But um, <laughs> those few that we have had um, have been pretty great. <laughs> Good. Well, and it's, if it's something you enjoy and it's been like consistently entertaining, especially like given, you know, how they've tried to control the um, presence of larger groups of people. I mean, that's, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm glad you guys had a good time and hopefully anyone that's listening to this that may or may not be located in the greater Cincinnati area will be able to potentially go check one of these shows out and let us know Uh what you thought. I will tell you the first time I have to go to a large crowd event and I don't have a circle that I'm sitting in with like 10 feet between me and the next closest person, I'm going to feel a little weird. Yeah. Cause man, it's great. Just <laughs> going there. Like there's just two seats and a circle and no one else is allowed in my circle and they all stay far away. And I'm just like, Oh, it's like watching this in my living room. <laughs> I don't have to worry about any of these people doing something stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I feel like baseball is going to be the first situation with that for us. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. And like, I, I know the Reds are going back to full capacity on the second. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that's weird. Okay. So, Johnny, <sighs> what'd you do this week, buddy? Um, I made the mistake in deciding I was going to watch Army of the Dead, starring Dave Batista on oh. Netflix. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, first of all, have either one of you decided to waste an hour and 50 minutes of your life by watching this film yet? No. No. Don't. <laughs> Um, I think the worst part about the entire, so background on it a little bit, it's again, zombie apocalypse. This one was a little bit different. It's started by the military. So it's a little bit more like, it's, it's so weird. It feels like they just ripped off every zombie franchise that's already existed and then wrapped it up in some weird suicide squad, neon lights, soundtrack bow. It was disjointed. Um, I feel bad for Batista a little bit because I feel like he's been not great, but decent at picking films that work to his skill set or his strengths. And this was not it. And for the people that are saying we want to, is it mass effect? No. What's gears of war. People want a gears of war film, but they want him to be like the lead in that. If I'm Batista and I look at the result of this film, I don't do it. It's actually, Um, hold on. It's the opposite. Batista is at, is actually out there saying he wants to be the lead of the Gears of War film and actively campaigning for it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to maintain that. I think after the feedback from this, he might just pump the brakes a little bit. But. It's one of the top ten Netflix original movies ever. It doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, but I, I understand that, but what I consider good and what you consider good and what the people involved consider good are different things. I mean, keep in mind the cast of justice league came back to shoot that little like seven, seven minute video sequence or whatever that went at the end of justice league, that last nightmare sequence Mm -hmm. because they liked what was done with the Snyder cut. Well, you're not going to have to worry about Batista being in any subsequent films for this franchise. Spoiler alert, he dies. Yeah, I know. I, um, <laughs> I, I actually, someone really pissed me off because uh, I was actually interested in seeing this movie. Yeah. And they posted um, just a screenshot and it was him laying on the ground, obviously dying. And they were yeah. like, I love this movie except for the end. And I'm like, <laughs> Uh, okay. I guess I'm not interested in this movie anymore. Well, it's it's an apo- zombie apocalypse film. Takes place in Vegas. It's a heist film. I just it it felt like they had all these really great ideas and then just tried to do one film. And I'm like, okay, like I can suspend it a little bit. And I obviously watched the whole thing. I can't tell you I was super cognizant of everything going on in that film because it was one of those, wonder what's going on Twitter right now kind of movies. So it's a heist film, but it's not a heist film. The zombies are sentient. There's like tiers of zombies. There's like the one they call Zeus, which is like the original zombie. 
And then they have alphas, which are the ones that he bites and they're sentient. Like they've, there's a zombie like hierarchy and they have like social norms. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? And then they have the shamblers, which are like your walking dead, just brainless rah, brains, zombies. Um, so that was, I don't know. The opening sequence almost felt like a little bit of a rip on zombie land. Again, it, it felt like they tried to, and maybe it was by design. They were trying to pay homage to like all these other franchises that have done very well with the tropes. They just didn't do well themselves. Um, if it's listen, it's on Netflix. If you got nothing better to do, I mean, go for it. I wouldn't recommend it. If you're just trying to watch something. Cause you're like, Oh man, like dinner's not going to be ready in two hours. If, you got nothing better to do. Go ahead. I just, it was, it was a waste. Um, it's unfortunate because I was interest scale. I was probably at like a four out of 10 to begin with. And I should have listened to my gut before I watched it, but no, we did that. Um, if anyone else watches it, let me know what you thought. I just, you know, curb your enthusiasm and expectations a little bit. And then at the end of this week, the <laughs> the Chicago White Sox have announced that they're running promotional games again. And uh, my lovely wife and I went to the game Friday night. <laughs> We've been watching the weather all week. I think I even told you last week, I was like, oh, it's like 80% chance to rain. It's looking like it's going to be cold. It did all of those things. Um, we got there for the game. I want to say we got in around six because gates are supposed to be, we were in the park shortly before six o'clock and game start was seven ten. <laughs> Q Ron Howard. It wasn't. Um, we got to gates. They announced, Hey, the rain should be curbing out by eight forty five. Okay. So it's, it's six o'clock and they're telling us that first pitch will be eight forty five. And Richard, I was talking to you during this as well. Mm-hmm. So Ashley and I got up to the 500s. It was cold. It was rainy. It was like 46 degrees and like not light rain. So we were up on the 500 level concourse. We found a table we were able to sit at (laughs) and bless this woman for having the patience of a saint (laughs) because she was like, yeah, we can wait. So we waited for two hours and 30 minutes because then 15 minutes before first pitch. They're like, we have postponed tonight's game. Your ticket will not be valid for tomorrow's makeup. (laughs) Wait, your ticket will not be valid. No, nope. So what they've been doing with double headers is that people who have purchased the ticket for the game that was already, so like if you got a ticket on a Friday and it rains out, the people who have tickets on Saturday get tickets for both. Yours does not carry forward. It was the same with the Rockies. It's been the same at every other ballpark I've heard so far. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. But couldn't you then go and exchange your tickets in for tickets to the other game? Nope. Like, if there are seats available? Nope. You can so, get a credit and buy another ticket. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, couldn't you take your tickets So be like, hey, we, I would like to use these tickets to buy tickets for tomorrow's doubleheader? If we went through the team, Yes. But we are big fans of secondary market because we can usually get a fairly good steal on most. Um, so yeah, it's uh, 
And I think when we woke up yesterday and realized it was going to be 60 degrees and sunny for the doubleheader, we were like, great. <laughs> so so do you just not get tickets now? No. No, we'll get a credit with the secondary okay. ticket provider. Um, I think it'll be one of those things I just... That, that doesn't make sense, though. You should just be able to take your tickets, no matter where you bought them, to the stadium and be like, hello, nope. I have these tickets. Not the not the ballpark's responsibility if you go through secondhand market. I I mean I get that, but I've I've done this before, like with the Reds. You just take the tickets back to the window, and you're like, I would like to buy different tickets now, please. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yes, you have four view level tickets. These are eighteen dollars a piece. Here's you know, here's what you can get. Yeah. No, it's all right. We'll 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 look at circling another game, but it's funny because I feel like the indoctrination of Ashley to the White Sox organization is complete because as we're leaving, she looked at me, she's like, man, fuck Jerry Reinsdorf. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, hey, that is, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the thing. Speaking of the White Sox, did you hear this whole hubbub with the beer vendor and Tony LaRusa? So it's a food lounge that they had dedicated in memoriam to a, I want to say Loretta was with the White Sox as a vendor for 40 or 60, like a long ass time. And so they called it Loretta's lounge. They also put a plaque up, which I guess was allegedly supposed to placate fans. But here's the thing, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's anger for the sake of being angry for a lot of people right now. I, I get that. But here's my question. Apparently, it was changed to LaRusa's Lounge last season. Yeah. He wasn't even the manager. No. So this was apparently a thing that they had thought about doing for a while. Um, but it's weird because they already had a section dedicated to LaRusa in the ballpark. But they moved it down to the 100 level for whatever reason. Um, and I guess, the like, so Loretta still has family that works for the White Sox, so they can't really be super critical. All they wanted was the sign with her name that said Loretta's Lounge, and the fact that the team just turned around and tossed it in the garbage without even touching base, I think is what a lot of people were most upset over. It's, I don't know, the whole thing's very weird. Um, I don't know, anyway. So... Uh, that being said, as long as we're on the subject of baseball, and I think we're done with our That Was This Week, um, <laughs> let's talk about last weekend. What happened last weekend, Richard? Johnny and Ashley came to town to see us all and go <laughs> to a Reds game. And consume mass quantities of sugary delights. That might have happened. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Way, way more than I think anyone anticipated. How many trips to graders was there? Actual graders? Just one? Just one. The one at Fountain Square. Okay. The one at Fountain Square was the only one that we made. But we did get graders three times? Yeah. And then we found out there's one 18 miles north of here. So... Really? Yeah, there's actually two locations in Illinois. Nice. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, damn it. 
So we uh, we all met up uh, and went to the Reds game. Uh, we got there early enough to make sure that we could get our moose bobbleheads. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and then we went to the Hall of Fame. That we did. Um, really love the new Reds Hall of Fame. Um, they did a really nice job renovating it. I think back in 2019. Uh, but because 2020 was what it was, this was only my second time through it since they renovated it. Um, much to my daughter's chagrin, they took out the kids area. (laughs) Um, but they upgraded the call your own play area, um, really nicely. Uh, it's got a little like Fox Sports Ohio set up, or I think it's Bally Sports Ohio set up. Um, and they've got plaques commemorating all the Reds announcers through the years with like the years they were announcers. Uh, I did notice, by the way, I'm not sure if you noticed, but they did update Tom Brenneman's plaque to have through 2020 on it. Um, I was waiting for one of you two to do the Castellanos home run call. I always mess it up. So I'm not going to like be search the legend of the, uh, I just got fired. Home run call. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Castellino? That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> my, my, my favorite thing is people at home can't see us, but the look on Greg's face definitely says he has no idea who Nick Castellanos is. And this used to be my co-host on a Reds podcast. <laughs> this is what you've done to me, Reds. <laughs> this is this is your fault. This feels like the scene in Step Brothers where he's just like burying John C. Riley. <laughs> this is your fault. Oh man, no, it's you know something. I the last time I was in the Reds Hall of Fame would have been 2012. So I mean, everything for me was just the overhaul, even just entering. And I, I will get to a criticism at the end of this. Um, which was kind of a gift horse situation. But man, like it flows better. They control the traffic. I mean, it was, I was a little bummed that the pitching cage wasn't still there. Cause yeah. that was something I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. Like I haven't done this in a little bit. Like let's, let's, let's see, <laughs> put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Let's see where we're at with this. <laughs> and there's a 60 mile an hour fastball. Great. Um, if that's probably I like, really- I don't know. 45 miles an hour faster than I'm going to throw. So <laughs> I just, it was one of those things, man. I really love the layout. I love the new section with the statues, the way they did that. I'm kind of bummed with where they placed the bronze statues though. I, I feel like that's kind of just not an afterthought, but it's kind of like, Oh yeah, we put these over here, which like those statues are freaking cool, but it just felt like they were kind of almost like they didn't know where to put them a little bit. I think they didn't know where to put them. They, I mean, they used yeah. to be in like the center showcase of one of the rooms. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I, I kind of liked what they did by putting them where they are because they're all together now. And Sparky used to be off in his own separate area. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Like, I know it shouldn't have, but it always bugged me. Yeah. No, I, I think they did a wonderful job, man. And I mean, I, I hope Reds fans are appreciative of the fact that like, I don't think there's another team that has that type of 
presentation of the ball club's history. And it's crazy to me because there's teams that have been around like only a short while less than the Reds. And there's not that level of like appreciation for the history. So, I mean, it's, I, I have always told people that like, Great American is probably one of the best places to see a game because you can make a day of it as well. Um, and just, yeah. And I mean, it was, it was great. It was nice to see your daughter go through there and just like, <laughs> I don't know if it was a sugar or what, but like she was wound up, she was having such a good time. And it was great for me to watch like Ashley walk through and just be like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a ballpark. And like, that's, that's what I, I just I scream at people how great it is to see a ball game in that in that city. So um, I know she had a really good time, and I mean it was just it was really nice to just go and be able to like sit with you guys and kind of talk a little bit of nonsense, watch some baseball, sweat to death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Greg, top of Greg's head started looking like a cherry tomato, and I was like, <laughs> I was like. Man, that hurts me right now, and it ain't even my head. <laughs> but like, you see him now, and he just nothing, man. The dude just got like Wolverine heel skill, I guess. I don't know. It was it was really nice, guys. I mean, it was it was great that we finally all got together. I think it's apropos that it was at the Reds game for the first hangout. Um, I am looking forward to doing that more in the future once civilization decides to stop being shite. Um, afterwards we did, uh, lose Greg about seven yeah. yeah. He's like, Hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, Oh, there he goes. He's done. Yeah. He, <laughs> he went to the bathroom. He picked up his drink. He grabbed his hot dog. He had his, his bobbleheads <laughs> underneath his arms. And we're like, man, that's an awful lot of stuff to carry to go pee. He's just, he likes to be organized. You're like I. You're like, oh yeah. Greg took a bobblehead of a player I had no idea who it was. <laughs> yeah, we all know that's not true. I was like, hey, I'm going home. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I know, but it was funnier this way, Greg. Oh man, uh, Greg, no. you have anything you want to say? <laughs> the only thing I was, I was thinking while I was at the the game, right. I think my biggest issue with seeing a baseball game is the artificial trying to make you hype thing. It drives me nuts. Everybody clap your hands. Oh, it's the same shit every every like every other batter or every other like, like I, I don't want to hear it. I want to watch I want to watch the game and if it's it's my fault if I don't understand what's going on. That's fair. That's fair. That's, that's my biggest issue with baseball in general. Just yeah, well, it's it's gotten that way with all sports now too. They do it at hockey games. They're doing it at football games. It's it's I don't know. It's one of those things that always makes me laugh because it's like, guys, if if we want to make noise, we'll make noise. How about you do something to make us want to make noise? Yeah, they're just trying to make it more accessible for the kids and the people with short attention spans. Right. Well, well I'm, I'm there to yeah. watch the game. I don't need to be hyped like that. That's just a pet peeve of mine with baseball. And if, <laughs> like, I don't mind it with hockey, 
because hockey is constantly moving. Yeah. Right. I don't like it's like dead between the inning switches, and then they try to hype you up, then you're dead again. Like, I, I like the well, at least with hockey, like you said, it's you have a half, you know, three quarters or three. I don't know what they call it. Three, three periods. periods. Three periods. Yep. You know, and in between the periods, I understand being dead, but you have one of those, you know, it's twice an inning. Hard <laughs> inning and middle inning. Yep. It's true. Like, I actually didn't even think that, about that. Right. And then you have pipe, 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 pipe out. Then, uh, it's just, <laughs> just one of those. I love watching the game. Yeah. And it's fun to watch the game there, especially at Great American. Mm-hmm. I just don't care for the sport. Yeah. Well, it's, and I think that's what Richard said. I mean, they've been working on that for years and years and years. It's like, how do we make this game more exciting? And I'm like, I. You, you can't. It's, it's, it's no. Baseball. Like, yeah. baseball becomes exciting in October when things really matter, right? Yeah. Not to, not to, you know, regular season matters a little bit. I think baseball would be better if you had less games. I think last season showed that. I think 60 was like, because that's what we played last year, right? It was 60 games. I Honestly, I feel like that was perfect. Hockey has 82. Cut it in half. Cut it in half. Do 41 games at home, 41 games on the road. I I don't see why that can possibly be. I've I've often wondered what it would be like if um, baseball ran, give or take, half of the schedule. And just gave every team like the midweek off. Yeah. Do like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, just or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We don't. We don't need it on Monday. Like, but I. I don't know. It's 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 tough, man. I'm sure these are things that people are paid a crap load of money to like think about. But I mean, well, it's the changes think- that have been implemented. To just they kind of turn me off. I hate extra innings now because of that. Yeah, well, I I think the issue is, is the people that are making the decisions are worried about the money of it versus the actual fan. So, like, hey, let's do 162 games. You know, if we fill that 30, percent we're going to make more than we fill half as many games, 100. percent That that would be inaccurate. Yeah, that's true. But that's, if they do 82 games, but if they do 60 games, that's true. Yeah, the um. That's if you sell out every match versus, you know, constantly getting 30%. Well, and, and what's what's interesting is, you know, if you look at how the Reds uh, sell, the Reds sell out most Saturdays. Um, and they do, they sell well on the weekends. They don't sell very well during the week. That's why, like, there was someone who was lamenting on, um, on, I want to say Reddit um, that, Oh my God, you know, it really sucks. Whereas they're going back to hundred percent capacity and I don't like taking my kid down when the stadium is full. Um, you know, it's just, it's not a good environment for us. And I have liked taking him down this year because there's a, a large swath of area between me and other people. Yeah. And I was like, great. Guess what? The midweek is for you. 
You're yeah. probably not taking your kid down on the weekend, but please trust me. You take your kid down on, you know, a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night or a Thursday night. And what you're going to find is that you can buy tickets day of, you'll, you can pick out exactly where you want to sit and there will not be anyone around you if you do it right. Yeah. Oh, and it, it's, it's just, it's tough all the way around, I think, because you're staring at a situation where it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I am, <laughs> I am usually jokingly saying like, I am not smart enough to figure out this problem, but like, I am just, I, I can't, I don't know how they can fix baseball. They're going to have to do something, but I just feel like the things they have done, I don't know. Me as a fan, you, you go to extras and you start with someone like on second. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. No solution coming from my end. But I will say this. It, it was great to finally be back at that ballpark. It was amazing that I got to share it with my wife. It was a new location for us to see a game. She's super excited. I finally convinced her to get her first game certificate. <laughs> um and it was cool because we saw Teddy at the kiosk over there. So, I mean, that's that harkened back to, oh, just a much better time in Reds baseball history where it was, like, fun to watch. It was weird, though, because then it was, like, I remembered all those times from, like, 20, like, 2009 to 2012. And then to sit in the ballpark and look at the lineup card, I was like, what? <laughs> What has happened? I mean, I, I know what has happened, but no, it was really great, man. I mean, we had a really good time. It was nice to get a couple of the menu items that we had circled at the start of the season. We are happy that we got to check it off the list. I think we are happier to add it to the list of things we will not order again. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was good, man. And I mean, there's nothing better than like being part of a group that where there's like small kids at the ballpark because you get to see their excitement and like see the things that they're excited about. And I think for the rest of our lives, we will always remember that game and just laugh at Julie wanting the Hulk hand to hold her drink. <laughs> um, it was just it was a perfectly obscure item from the shop that I was like. I never would have pegged her as wanting a Hulk hand. <laughs> oh, 100%. She always wants the oversized something when we're there. Uh, I think she's got two different um, foam fingers over the years. That's fantastic. And no, she always cracks was... me up because, you know, she's she's the only one sitting in the stands with a foam finger. <laughs> and she's like she's tiny and the foam finger is gigantic and she's just like yeah it's just like comically oversized and it was nice it was nice to get Ashley a picture with Mr. Red I, I, I don't know that it would have gone well if Mr. Redlegs had showed up <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have spent most of this past week in therapy um, him and his methamphetamine eyes but it was uh, that was a lot of fun, man, and it's it's always nice to be able to spend some time. And I think this year has been really great because it has actually opened up the opportunity to be able to spend time with you guys. And I think it'll be one of those things that I really look forward to um, getting to do a lot more in the future as well. And I mean, the drive's not that bad. Yeah, you, you get through Indiana, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a boring state. So. 
Yeah, it was it was good, man. And I was I will always appreciate that you guys had us down. I know Ashley will always appreciate that we finally got to convert her to a Graders fan. Um, yep. And then Amazon Forest Andy's grocery store was a good time as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jungle Gems. Trader Joe's. <laughs> no, that was. That was really cool. Um, you know, it, it definitely lived up to the hype. I think by the end of that day, though, I feel like most of us were just like kind of like half asleep, pushing the buggy. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want those. I want those cookies. Where we were not making good food choices. We were exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that was that was really great. We really did enjoy ourselves. Um, I know Ashley and I both mentioned how much we're looking forward to being able to come back. Um, maybe like one or two Reds games a year just to be able to like get to that park again. It was uh, it was good, man. And we're looking forward to maybe being able to come down and spend some time in the area and just actually spend time doing stuff as a group. And it doesn't have to be a ball game either. But I mean, like she's never been to Newport. I think that's something that we can do. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think we may even get an opportunity. What's that? You can go to an MLS match. <laughs> well, I think I've I think I've sold her on potentially seeing a game in Dayton. Um, I know we mm-hmm. have discussed spending some time in Louisville to be able to like go to the Mammoth Caves as well. Um, that's something that she's really interested in doing. I've been for years, but I just you know the opportunity has never really presented itself. So I think that might be a might be a thing where I'll try to convince the rest of all y'all to join us on our trip to see another national because it's a national park, right? I don't think so. I could be wrong. But no, if we do that, it's uh, you know, bat factory, bats games, bat caves, who knows? It's it's gonna be I, I oh, think no, it is a national park, you're right. Nice. So yeah, it's I think that'll be something that we all look forward to if you guys have any interest and might make for some more fun stories as well. But and I, no. I, I am going to take back what I just said. That was probably my best night out of the pandemic. Oh, it's okay. I don't think we can count as pandemic. That ballpark was pretty full. <laughs> that was decidedly like the most unpandemic feel I've had at an event since everything started. It was still so only was, like 40% capacity or less. It's, it's, it's very true. Um, but I think we just appreciated like a little bit of normalcy. We've had a couple of those moments, but we really did enjoy it. And we loved being able to come down and see you guys, Greg. It was fantastic to finally actually like <laughs> to finally actually meet Greg. I, I, I feel like I've known you guys forever, which <laughs> I got family members. I don't talk to as much as I talk to you guys. So it was good. I'm, I'm glad we did that. I think we all had fun, and uh, hopefully this leads to potentially doing some live podcasting down the road. You know, I'm going to assume that by the time my house is built in 2023 that, <laughs> um, that we will be through the pandemic and everything will be back to normalcy. And if it is, uh, there will be a specific area where you guys can come down and we can do a podcast together. Grill and podcast. I dig it. And we will have to make sure that there is also black blackberry chip. Chocolate uh, chip. Black, black raspberry chip. Black raspberry, but the dark cherry. 
Yeah, say the, the, the black cherry chocolate chip is the best. Oh, so, so good. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. And I think we're looking forward to getting back to our normal routine and actually have things that we can talk about that interest people other than our shenanigans hanging out together. And uh, I'm looking forward to whatever Greg picks for us to watch this week. <laughs> Which I'm he will tell to- us about on Discord much, much later this week, like Thursday. Hey, guys, you need to watch this by Saturday. God damn it. <laughs> I'm watching. Uh, I'm going to the theater today to watch Demon Slayer, uh, the, the anime movie with my son. Okay. Nice. I'm good on that. <laughs> It's just like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> I don't actually, I don't have a problem with anime. I just, I know that we just mentioned a lot of things that we did this past weekend that involved somewhat of a crowd, mm-hmm. um, but it was all basically outdoors. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, it, I'm still, my comfort level with going to a theater is not high, although I have a feeling that I'm going to be drugged there in probably about two weeks for the Spirit Horse movie that's coming out. Amy's real excited about that one, is she? Oh, it's not Amy. Oh no, I I know. I'm being facetious. Yeah, Ju- Julie is. <laughs> Julie has been binge watching that show on Netflix nonstop, which apparently has something like 19 seasons oh, in God. five years. No. No, I'm good. Here's Thank a, you, though. Here's the thing, though. You can tell her that there's no movie. <laughs> yeah, no, she reads the news. Oh, she no, she's already fully aware because she watches regular TV, too, and they advertise for it. Just tell her it's the same series. No, she, she's, dude, she's eight. She's not dumb. Just saying, you can sell it. Yeah, I can't. Eh, he's not okay. Funny. Well, that was uh, that was a really fun time, guys. I'm really happy we had a chance to get together and do a little podcasting. That was great. It's uh, it's a nice way, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day weekend. Greg, enjoy your movie mm-hmm. this afternoon. Uh, and Richard, make sure you wish that little miniature version of both yourself and your wife a very happy birthday from all of us as well. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs>